This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. AD usually goes the entire first quarter. Underneath, double team and scores anyway. Much more playing time over the last week or so. Trying to lob it to AD. It hit the rim. Comes down and Davis picks up the garbage what and turn? It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code daily for 30%, rather 20%. Sorry, didn't mean to give uh, more away. 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. But hey, if you ask nicely, maybe. Uh, BetQL assists bettors of all types. And the first time, bettors to hardcore make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. Promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. On BetQL Daily, welcome on in on this Monday. Want to move to the NBA as the uh, regular season continues to wind down. And do you, do you ever have some days, Horby, when these just lights are really bothering you? Like I feel like I'm on the real world, and somebody's. Uh, I, I'd like to do a confessional, actually, uh, just about you. Talk about everybody on the show. Like if yeah. you gave me questions, I would just rip everyone to shreds, even though I know it's being filmed. Yeah. I, I, I kind of figured as much. I do miss I miss the uh, old confessionals on the real world. You know, if you, my wife still watches the challenge. I, I I stuck with it for a while, but it's been years. I'm like, all right, you know, there's way too much stuff I need to watch. I don't want to waste 25 like those. What are those uh, seasons? Are like 25, 30 episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's so same. much, We're and like, it's the same oh. thing again and again and again with the same pieces of crap. No, seriously, they're all. Like, <laughs> 38, 40, they're like our age and they keep going back, which I'm not knocking them because it's like the Timothy Mozgov, like keep collecting those checks, like when you can. So if you're, sure, you know, if you're, um, man, I can't even remember what's the one guy's name. He's always in Wes. One guy, there's a million of them. Yes. CT, he's got to still go on those, man. But if you I go, I think it's Paramount, um, the new app. They have all the old, uh, all the old seasons, except for the ones that I like. I was a big fan of the San Diego season, and Great Chicago, season. we don't have those ones on there. But you could go back and what? watch the reruns. I might own those DVDs if you really want them. Really, <laughs> I was a big. I fan. was way into it, way into it. Me too. But now I'm so far out. Like right. my wife was watching it on the streaming it on her phone the other day, and I, I took a look. It was I don't know if you remember Alton. I'm like. Yeah. He was on it 15 years ago. He's still Jack, though. I was yeah, just like, man. wow. Like All they do is work out and then make appearances. So all these guys, like, in yeah. their 
season when they're not when they're not doing the challenge they just make appearances like i remember when i was at western illinois uh like every other weekend we would drive up to either champagne or we would drive to Eastern Illinois and every other week it would be like Brad or Randy, somebody making this appearance. They'd show up, have a couple drinks. And then I talked to a bar owner one time at my uh, at Western and he told me that these guys make like, like 10 grand just for an appearance. Like sometimes yeah. 10 grand just to show up and like take shots. And how do you oh, think they do? They're real. They're reality stars. 15 G's. Yeah. Cable yeah. reality stars. I don't know what we're, why we're talking about this. Eli's so mad right now. Shocking. Eli's mad about something. Oh, yeah. I'm just taking a guess. I don't even know. <laughs> but I think it's an educated guess. All right. NBA. Well, we got. So it's funny. We're laughing about it with Sony Banks. We don't really know when the Stanley Cup playoffs are starting. Maybe that North Division is going to. They're not even going to wrap it up for a week. But anyways, um, NBA. We do know when the NBA is starting, right? We, we, we don't have 53 games to make up like uh, they do in the NHL. Right. Luckily, man. But I'll tell you this, like, as a lifelong fan of the NBA, the play-in tournament, while it's going to be exciting, I don't I, – I disagree with LeBron. I don't think whoever came up with it should be fired. Um, but it is kind of confusing. Like, I keep having to go back and forth, and I'm like, okay. What's so confusing? What's confusing? Lakers, Warriors, no, just the way that it all works out, the new format. It's not confusing at all. It's just obviously going to be different. Like, we saw it in the bubble a little bit, but it's going to be different just because I'm so – you know, I'm not get off my lawn guy, but I'm so used to the NBA playoffs being the same format the first 30 something years of my life. So it's just going to be a little bit different. It's going to be exciting. But I mean, we're going to get Lakers Warriors potentially. We're going to get Grizzly Spurs. We might get, oh man, I mean, just think of these matchups. The, the Western Conference playoffs are going to be insane. It, it's going to be, I mean, there's going to be, honestly, I can make the case for like three or four teams to be in the finals. I know we push back against, um, Things changing, uh, especially with the playoffs. When you're a big NBA fan, this is what you're getting ready for all year. Right, like you can't beat it. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I know you hate this conversation, but I'm really intrigued by what's going to happen in the ratings because no, on a national scale, nobody's been watching the NBA over the last year. I mean, that's real. That's real. And I'm not trying to drag politics into this conversation, but I'm curious if we're on a closer to normal schedule. Are people going to turn out or are there people that are really turned off? We're not those people, but there are a lot of people out there that are turned off by the NBA right now. Yeah. And I want to see if it makes a difference just because like last year, I mean, the bubble was really exciting, but look at the NBA finals, for example. I mean, that wasn't even a real series. The heat were dropping like flies were going on. Dragic had the injury. Jimmy playoff games in the afternoon. Like seriously, like and, stop yelling at me about the ratings. Right. Exactly. And also, I mean, I feel like I feel like in the NFL, for example, like not having fans, I don't think it was a huge deal. I think like I think that we learned that because half the time, man, like the first two weeks, like seeing Lambeau Field or seeing Soldier Field empty was like super weird. But then they did such a good job kind of hiding that there was nobody there that I just yeah. forgot about no fans. And I was just paid attention to the on field product with the NBA, though, in the bubble, especially at. It felt like sometimes I was watching a game like that was being played at the YMCA or at LA Fitness, like at noon. You know what I mean? Like some of those games, I feel like the fans make a huge difference. And so I, I want to see, even if it's like 30, 35% capacity at some of these arenas, if that'll make a difference. Because, I mean, we saw it this week, you know, the United Center had fans again. Um, in LA, they have fans again. I want to see if that makes a difference and if some better matchups mm -hmm. maybe make a difference. Um, see, I, I thought it was a big deal in the NFL. I, I felt when 
everything was starting up that it wouldn't be a big deal that we overrate the players overrate the importance of the fans. And then I started song play in all sports. And you're saying that it's valid in the NBA, but not so much in the NFL. I disagree. I thought it was huge and it took a little time, but we learned that home field advantage in the NFL was absolutely a big fat zero. And it's pretty similar to the NBA. Like we're going to have that adjustment once we have full arenas, full stadiums once again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm jacked for that. Like, honestly though, there's so much parody in the league. And I know that we've said that in the past, but just, I mean, and yeah, you have, I guess, a super team in the Nets, but we don't even know if the Nets are going to be fully healthy. And we don't know in a seven game series that they're going to be able to stop and beat or Giannis. I just feel like this year it is kind of wide open. Like last year, yeah, in the bubble it was. And maybe the year before that, I mean, nobody had Toronto beating Golden State. But again, nobody had Kevin Durant missing that whole series except for a half and Clay Thompson going down. I just feel like, you know, for the last decade, even, I mean, since I've been watching the NBA, you know, it was always, okay, what team in the West is going to challenge Jordan this year? And then it was the Warriors super team against LeBron and the Cavs. I feel like now you can make the case for like so many different teams that I want to see. Yeah, I want to see if more people watch just because it's wide open. Like we don't know what the NBA finals are going to be. We have no clue who's going to win it this year. Yeah. And again, we've talked about this in the past. I don't want to bore people with it, but yeah, the way younger people, younger demos watch it is different and the younger demos are watching it. But guess what? What the, the rating stories that you read about is about the older demos. Those are the people being tracked for the most part. Right. So I'm curious to see if they end up coming around. If, if What was the real reason? Was it political? Was it, hey, there are more important things going on in the world, like feeding my family when, when people were struggling to... Uh, to make money and that's kind of gone away the economy is on the rise and you know we're here to talk about sports but i'm just saying there are a lot of different factors and yeah. how how much was the schedule a part of it but anyways i i love the plan i can't say it enough and even if it's chalk if it's seven and eight in both conferences it is going to be a big win because we're all we're paying attention in the final week of the nba season it isn't just oh we'll see who has home court throughout one or two oh those are it's not just that it's it's this race for the six seed between so many teams and yeah. it looks like we have our 10 in each conference so that's not a deal but what is a big deal is being in that 7-8 game so you just have to win once instead of being in that 9-10 game and i think that's uh not being talked about as much yeah. And I mean, when you look at the potential matchups and the players that could be involved, I mean, you could have Steph Curry. So it's going to be a big win for the NBA right there. Um, as far as that goes, uh, again, it's more basketball. It obviously makes this final couple of weeks a little bit more exciting because it's been tough to watch at times, especially with some of the teams that are tanking, like try to watch yeah. an Oklahoma City Thunder game and or a Detroit game. So it's made it exciting. It's kind of yeah. now with like the Lakers, like it's in like baseball. You want to avoid that one game wild card. Now in the NBA, like if you're beat up like the Lakers, like LeBron has to come back. Anthony Davis has to be out there carrying that team because they want to avoid that at all costs. Unless there's a change that I'm unaware of, like stop me if there will be, but uh, we're going to have playing games in eight days. So yeah. why don't we take why don't we take a look right now Let's do at it. these matchups? Let's start with the West because that's the more intriguing conference, obviously, with all of this stuff. Oh, Jazz. By the way, Jazz looks like they're going to be the number one. But still, everyone has Monty Williams as the coach of the year. With the fa I, I don't understand that. We'll talk about Quinn Snyder another time when we go over that resume, which mm -hmm. is uh, which is the way I would go. Playing as of today. Now, got Dallas as a five, Portland as the six, the Lakers as a seven. 
The Lakers are one game from being the six. So it doesn't mean they're going to be in this play-in, but this right. is how it sets up right now. Lakers, Warriors. The Warriors could easily slide from eight down to nine. So these matchups might not even occur, but we're just looking for the team to move on. Lakers or Warriors? Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to get right here. It's funny how they're going to get right, right at the right time. Like when Anthony Davis first came back those first five games, he had a lot of rust. And I don't know how much motivation that he had, but these last two games, like he's shown again that he could carry a team. They're going to get LeBron back. Magically, yep. they're going to get healthy at the right time. Guys are knocking down shots. They're defending. It's going to be fun if we do get that, man, because we get Steph versus LeBron, which is one of my favorite rivalries in the NBA, has been for the last decade. But the Lakers are moving on. Just too much depth, too much LeBron, too much AD for Golden State. I would say that uh, the NBA offices would be, you know, have to check their diapers throughout that night Dude, a few times. But however, the way this is set up, you just got to win once. So if you lose against the Warriors, they're still in the mix. It's just, okay, are you going to play Utah? You're going to play Phoenix. If you win the 7-8 game, you're going to play Phoenix. And if you have to play twice, or if it's the 9 or 10 that moves on, you end up playing Utah. Is, is that a big difference? Probably not. You just want you want to get in. See, I I think the NBA offices would prefer the Lakers to be in the play-in. Obviously, the Lakers trying to avoid it. But you prefer them to be in the play-in because you have confidence that they're going to win one of the two games. And then they avoid the Clippers in the first round. Yeah, you don't want that. You want to save that series. We wanted yeah. that series so bad last year, but Denver ruined it. And again, that's why it's going to be so interesting to see how much home court advantage is going to have to have to do like because we didn't get it last year. We had Denver knock out L.A., um, but they're going to want to avoid that one. And they would love Steph versus LeBron and LeBron in that play. And I don't know that that's going to happen, though. I feel like the Lakers are going to win out, man. I love I love this conversation. Like we're talking instead of we're just counting down the days. We're talking about all these different scenarios. And the 9-10 matchup is Memphis, San Antonio. Yeah. Give me your winner. Do they have a chance against the Lakers? I don't think either team would have a chance against the Lakers, but again, the NBA executives, everybody would want to see John Morant against yes. the And man, Memphis has been playing really, really good. I love watching Ja every single night. Um, I I do think that Memphis wins that game, uh, that, that little series against San Antonio. San Antonio, again, what a weird team this year that San Antonio has been where they continue to win, and DeMar DeRozan has looked really good. Obviously, they moved him to the point guard spot. Um, but, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge, with that situation, they pretty much had him leave and he ends up retiring, but they've been, nobody really expected much from them, but like every year they're a hard team to count out because of Popovich, um, even with him kind of taking the back seat to Becky Hammonds. Mm -hmm. I would have to lean, I would go Memphis though. Memphis has been playing really good and John Morant's been playing ridiculous basketball. I could see San Antonio being a public dog in that matchup, couldn't you? Anything? Just betting on Pop. Oh yeah, betting on Pop, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's like betting on Tom Izzo in March, man, even with, you know, or, or, or Bayheim, you know, with Syracuse, because they're always going to be in the mix and then they're going to have, the, and coaching does matter. Like we saw it the second yes. round in the bubble last year when Eric Spoltra, the Bucks were the better team than, than Miami, but Eric Spoltra, you know, pants Mike Budenholzer and uh, just embarrassed him in that series. So Lakers move on. Let's if they win that first game. Okay. They're going to eliminate the Suns in the first round. And if they lose to Golden State, if that's the matchup, and win that second game, then they're going to eliminate the Jazz in the first round, right? Yeah, unfortunately, and those have been like my favorite stories in the NBA this year, man. Phoenix is so fun to watch. 
that'd be a hell of a series though. And I don't know, man, Chris Paul finally healthy in a playoff series with a real team behind him against LeBron would be awesome. I want that. I don't want, I want that. I want them to avoid that though. Cause I'm kind of rooting for Phoenix. They're a fun team to back and even Utah, you know, not as thrilling Boston, Charlotte, Washington, Indiana, in the play-in matchups right now in the Eastern Conference, this could all change. It looks like Boston is set at seven, but the rest of it, those other three teams could be in any order. Any order. We'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, more about that on the other side. So we're going to hit on the Eastern Conference play-in scenarios. And then today's six-game NBA card. It's Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath. This is BetQL Daily talking about the association Later this hour, we'll check in with Cody Decker on Major League Baseball. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network. And try to get it back to Randall. He wants that left hand. Batum. Randall pulls up and scores. Julius Randall with a huge hit. The Knicks going back to the same exact play. Clearing out Randall with his left hand. Now it's George against Randall. It was Batum on the last possession. Fall away. Hit it again. Julius Randall. It's an exciting time if you're a Knicks fan. Leonard's three, no good. Gibson with a rebound. And the Knicks are one step closer to home court in the first round. What a remarkable turnaround. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcatcher of your choice. And don't forget to download the free Odyssey app to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, with you on this Monday, talking about Monday, talking about uh, some different NBA playoff scenarios, in particular the play-in tournament, which starts just eight days. Uh, I want to break down the Eastern Conference matchups in a second, but just to uh, finish off the Western Conference play-in scenario. These are the odds. Horvat, what I'm asking is, uh, would you make a bet on one of these teams to make the playoffs? What they consider making the playoffs is getting out of the play-in tournament. Okay. So both of us feel, and I think everyone feels, that Lakers, even if they're dealing with the play-in situation, it may be inconvenient to them, but they're going to win one of two games, and they're going to move on. So then there are the Warriors, Grizzlies, and Spurs. Pelicans, probably not going to make it. Probably. They did pull out a win last night. Against Charlotte. They, they're, they've got a road back-to-back. Road, three games in four nights this evening. So they win tonight. This conversation might change. Uh, they win by two points. And what do they have? They're a game and a half back of San Antonio. And I believe there are four left on the season. So... I don't think they're going to make it. No, man, but... that was a win last night, but but again, no Zion for the rest of the year. Ingram's been out. They're just too beat up right now. Okay. The other playoff spot, if we're conceding the Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs. Grizzlies to make it, plus 150. Spurs to make it, plus 400. Which team am I missing? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Anybody? 
Golden State was to make Golden it. State, I'm sorry, that's about even money. That's even. minus one thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd take a shot with San Antonio. Maybe Demar Derozan goes on a ridiculous run, or his PRAs are like over six, over sixty every single night. You do have maybe the coaching advantage with Popovich. I do end up. I th- I think the Warriors end up sneaking in just because of Steph Curry. Maybe Memphis. I just got done hyping up John Morant. They've been playing really good basketball. Um, nothing I really love though. But Spurs at four to one to beat the Grizzlies, and then. Probably the Warriors. They could do that. They could do that. They could do that. I would lean probably Golden State. I just don't know. I understand. But at four to one is my point. Yeah, four to one. That's what I'm saying. If I'm making a bet, man, I'm looking for value. San Antonio is surprised everybody. Nobody expected them to be at this. I I, I guess, you know, there are probably some people that expected them to be here because they're here every year. Um, Yeah, that'd probably be my only play, though. You know, Eastern Conference. Easter Conference, we've got Boston against Charlotte in the 7-8. And right now, who knows, Washington against Indiana. Now, we expect it to be the Seas in the 7 spot. 8-9-10, pick them out of a hat. It's going to be in some order. But for the purposes of this conversation, Celtics against the Hornets in the 7-8. Celtics against the Hornets, although it would be a revenge series if uh, Gordon Hayward could actually get healthy against Boston. I'd be all over Boston. I mean, again, it was the bubble last year, but they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. They've just been so beat up. They've dealt with COVID issues. But if they're able to have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kemba Walker, a good version of Kemba Walker on the floor together, even with no dominant big man, um, I still like them in that series. Charlotte's been fun to watch this year, man. I love watching uh, LaMelo, but again, like you saw it last night, they're just so inconsistent. Even if Terry Rozier goes out there and drops 42 points, they just don't have enough scoring. Uh, so I would have to lean Boston. It's not a lot of value here, not like the West, because obviously everyone thinks the Lakers are going, so you're you're fighting for one spot. It would not surprise me at all. Celtics lose back-to-back, and then the seven seed does not make the postseason. No, no shock. You would be the way they're playing right now? Boston, like the two teams yes. I've hated back in all season long that have been so inconsistent because they'll go on these nice little stretches and you're like, okay, they got to figure it out, is Boston and Miami. Those are the two teams in the East that I want absolutely mm-hmm. nothing to do with. And I actually really like Brad Stevens. I obviously love Eric Spolster. I think he's probably the best coach in the East. But still, those teams have just been too inconsistent, even when they are finally on the floor together, you know, even when they are healthy, if, you know? Yeah. If that happens, we might have two teams in the East. Everybody talks about, oh, look at look how strong the East is right now. Might have two teams in the East below 500. The East is really top heavy, obviously, yeah. with, with the Nets. With I can make the case for the Nets. I can make the case for the 76ers or even the Bucks, who have been playing really good basketball, yep. all who make the finals. But then, other than that, man, you know, I love watching Washington. I'm all over Washington, but that's because Russ is on a ridiculous streak right now where he's making me a tremendous amount of money in the player props. But, um, yeah, it would be those three teams or nothing for me in the East. I am so scared if it's uh, Washington and Boston, if I'm a Celtics fan, in that 7-8 matchup, which it easily could be. Washington against Indiana, you're taking the Wizards, right? The way they're playing, I mean, over the last you know month and a half or whatever it is. like How could, how could you fade them? In fact, when I bring up Boston, when I bring up Miami, I should throw Indiana in that same category where I had higher expectations if they were able to. I mean, again, you knew Oladipo didn't want to be there. He's out. Malcolm Brogdon struggled to stay on the floor again. I love Sabonis, but again, like they're just way too inconsistent. I'd be all over Washington, all over Westbrook. Um, 
He's just been playing ridiculous basketball. When him and Bradley Beal are on the floor together, they may be the best backcourt in the East. Put it this way. Right now, the Hornets would only have to win one game to get in. And the Wizards would have to win two. Two. Hornets are a bigger dog than the Wizards to get into the playoffs. Wizards are plus 120. Hornets are plus 125. I'm sure baked into that, they think that Washington is going to move up the way they've been playing, and they'll only have to win one game. Yeah. But it's pretty uh, shocking to see that. The team that right now is in that 9-10 matchup, they're like, yeah, they have have a better chance of moving on. Yeah, and I mean, Washington's going to have to be careful here, though, because no Bradley Beal tonight, and they're on the road in Atlanta. Yep. And Atlanta, like Atlanta's still got a lot to play for as well, you know? So Westbrook, I'm going to be all over his props tonight. But um, again, man, anything could really happen in the East. Like, I don't I don't know how this plays out. All right, let's, let's start there as far as tonight goes. I mean, I, I think the Hornets move on and the Wizards, and that would be a lot of fun if that's the situation. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I saw I of course every time Russell Westbrook is playing we take a look at the props. Mm-hmm. I saw something as you mentioned without Beal in the points times assists times rebounds that I've never seen before. Like usually we yeah. get to the star players that do everything for their team like Luka or Giannis and you get numbers like 3000, 4000, right? Russell Westbrook points times assists times rebounds. If you want to go over tonight it's over 5,671. Like, throw me a stat line that, that you would project for tonight. That would not surprise you for Russ in this matchup. And I'll tell you what the number is. Like, what do I think his PRAs will be tonight? Go go over the stat line. Points. Well, how many points? I, tonight, I think he scores 30 points. 30 points. How many uh, rebounds? How many assists? I think he pulls down 15 to 16 rebounds. I'll go 16 rebounds tonight and I'll go 15, 15 assists. 30, 15, and 15. I'm not, yeah. Then that would go over. That would be uh 6,700 range. That would go over then if he does 30, 15, and 15. But like that's what you need to win to win money on that. That's how high this has gotten. And mm-hmm. it's almost five thousand to go under. Like, is there a number you're not willing to touch tonight for these Westbrook props? With no. especially, especially with Beal off the court. With Beal off the court and pretty much in a playoffs, like it's a must-win game, and it's against Atlanta. And look at the and look at the matchup for him. Like, I like Trey Young to go off tonight, and I like Westbrook to go off tonight. And I may look at that total. I don't. I, I don't think you could raise that total high enough either. Um, now both teams have been going pretty hard. Not a whole lot of rest. No Bradley Beal tonight, though. Man, oh, those PRAs. Now, that number is is high, obviously, but I don't think there's anything. Earlier on, like a couple weeks back, I was scared off. Like, I was scared off by 54.5 on PRAs. There's nothing. There's no number that will scare me off Westbrook tonight. I may I may prefer, and it's a little juiced. Obviously, like anything with Westbrook right now is going to be juiced. Hell, his triple-doubles are juiced. He's averaging a triple-double. Uh, minus 120. <laughs> what do you think it is? What do you think a triple-double is? Triple double tonight. Hold on. Um, I haven't actually looked yet. I just looked. Minus one eighty. Keep going. Yeah, right. Two hundred. Yes. Keep going. Stop. Keep Two- going. Ah, not touchable. Then what? What is it? Three hundred. Keep Two- going. Keep no at three hundred. Keep going. Four. <laughs> the look on your face. 
<laughs> that is ridiculous. It's For minus 390 oh. to get a triple double. To minus get the triple double. Like you will never see that. I don't care what player it is. This is absolutely ridiculous. And I love it because everybody has been just tearing into Westbrook. He's never going to be the starting point guard on a championship team. I don't only watch basketball. I don't buy league pass to watch 30 uh, championship contenders, man. I want to watch exciting basketball. And he's been the most exciting player in all of basketball for years now. I love rebounds and assists tonight. 27 and a half. Juice might have been <laughs> the play that I want. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not touching the triple-double, I'll tell you that. PRA, what if he's more of a facilitator tonight? I think he's going to have to score the basketball with no Beal. But 27 and a half rebounds and assists. That's what I'm looking for with Westbrook tonight. I'm laughing because I looked at uh, the double double odds. Don't even My- five fifty. <laughs> way, way more for double. Oh, for a double double. Okay, eight hundred minus twenty thousand. <laughs> hey, hey, what if he has a stick? Like, what if he turns an ankle? I, I mean, again, I, what? No, like, no. Honestly, I may, I may honestly look at an under. Like, what if? Are- a no price, yeah. If you, if you can find a book that has a no. Anyways, those Westbrook props are insane, and I understand if that's where you're looking, the numbers are going to be extremely inflated. But the run that he's been on, they should be. I'm not laying four dollars on an NBA player to get a triple double, but we all knew that they'd be up there with Beal off the court. But um, do you think it's too many points if we're looking at the side that seven eight range? Is that too many points? Hawks favored by eight without the Wizards' leading score. Yeah, without Beal on the floor, it's just – that's a stay away for me because, I mean, Atlanta has shown when they play a good brand of basketball that they could win by double digits. And obviously, see, what scares me off is we've everybody's been backing the Wizards for weeks now, and they continue to cover as dogs. They continue to win outright. And I feel like the market really hasn't adjusted, even with Beal off the floor because of this run that Westbrook's on. Something seems fishy here, or maybe they do play a stinker tonight and get beat by double digits. Something just seems a little fishy in this one. On the road, and again, this is kind of a must-win situation. Like Atlanta still has a lot to play for as well. This is going to be a stay away except for some props. I'd probably target Trey Young and Westbrook tonight in that matchup, but probably a stay away as far as maybe play the over, um, but I'd wait, I'd wait till closer to tip. You know, we're talking about Washington being motivated. Well, Atlanta's motivated too. Right. They're in the five seed, they're but good. they're very close to falling back to the plane, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, they're and close enough. Like they're close Joe, enough. Inconsistent team, though, that shows flashes. And you also got to look at Bogdanovich for them. I mean, again, I saw his points tonight, 18 and a half. He's averaging 20 over the last five, 21 over the last 10 games, continues to go over that number, and they really haven't adjusted. I feel like there's a lot to target here in props. But, again, both teams are going to be motivated tonight. Seven points, man. Uh, Milwaukee-San Antonio. Milwaukee's the three seed. You Are they motivated? How much do they want to go up and get the two? And you've got San Antonio. They seem solid as the 10. They're going to be in the play-in for the West. It doesn't really seem like they can get out of that 9-10 matchup. Yeah, I like Milwaukee tonight. They've been playing very motivated, obviously, with uh, and they're going to be motivated again tonight. You know, Giannis is fully healthy. They finally have him, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton on the floor. They're getting things figured out. Brooke Lopez is playing a little bit better. I like the Bucks. All right, very good. Uh, We'll continue to talk about the NBA throughout the rest of the show, and we will be 
uh, back with our lightning bets later on. But coming up next, let's talk about Major League Baseball. What's the NL Cy Young play to make? We'll check in with Odyssey's Cody Decker. Get his thoughts on that and why the Dodgers can't win a game. I, come on, people. What are 5-15? Last 20? Joe Strowski, Ryan Horvath. Keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.